Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to ActiveSpirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. And uh, here we are starting to wrap up this year, 2021. We're up to week 47. Pam's going to tell us all about the week starting uh, November 22nd, Monday, and then I'll be back for our 10-minute meditation. Uh, so in America, this is the week of um, what people call Thanksgiving. It's when we do a lot of prayers for the Indigenous people. Pam, what's ahead? Okay, yes. Well, it, it, it does kind of put, depend on your town and state nowadays in, in the U.S. because there is a, a movement for Indigenous People Day or a, a recognition of what that holiday really meant all these overhauls. And I guess another reason I'm mentioning that is I spoke last week about the lunar eclipse that occurred. And I don't know how many of you actually watched it. I know Susie's um, talks about how Buddhists feel one should go very internal and not get exposed to the eclipse. But um, it was, it lasted over six hours. So that was, which is something that doesn't happen that often. And I wrote more about it on my blog on Insight Oasis, but basically the, this eclipse cycle that we're kind of right in, in between on, as I've referred to, last happened in 2002. And it is actually very impactful for the United States just because of the degrees of the particular eclipse. And when we look back on what was going on in 2002, we can see that that was a very um, catalyst uh, year uh, into leading into things that happened in 2003. And that's one thing to keep in mind as we go through eclipses, they're revelation points, and we're still kind of in the reverberation period of it, whatever was gestating, revealed, or exposed to us. And what's interesting over the next couple of days of this week is that there are challenging days. This isn't one of the weeks where I say, oh, everything's flowing and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we will get that. But as we come into Monday, the 22nd, the moon is in the sign of Cancer. And so there will be a lot of emoting going on. So processing of emotions, people feeling, especially on Monday, old wounds may come up, 
um, inadvertently you may bruise someone or open an old wound or vice versa. It's not that people are necessarily attacking one another at all, but because the moon is in the sign of cancer, there's a lot of deep sensitivity. And it can also be that you're feeling what someone else is feeling. And some of us have to be acutely aware of this because if we do have a lot of water in our horoscope or a certain signature that makes us particularly uh, sensitive or acutely aware of other people's feelings, we can feel as though they are ours. And it's absolutely essential to, and actually Monday is a good day to sift through this, as is Tuesday. Not necessarily easy, but these days can be very good to sift through and see, hey, is that mine or am I simply feeling what somebody, am I picking up somebody else's stuff? And this can be pretty tricky because if you're picking up sadness, if you're picking up grief, if you're picking up anger, if you're picking up exuberance even, things that are not yours, you want to measure, is this something I want to embrace? I mean, in the case of exuberance, that can be really handy to pick up somebody else's enthusiasm if you're feeling like, well, I don't know if I really want to do this project, but I've got to get it done. I've got a deadline. So that's why for people who are acutely sensitive, it's useful and to be around people who are more fiery. Um, but Again, we have to measure it because if they're fiery and kind of get easily captured by anger or um, aggression, then that may not be something we want to own. So the nice thing about Monday and Tuesday, especially in consideration of the eclipse that happened last week, and we're still in the waning moon cycle going through the processing of what is it that we really want to articulate on the physical plane? Because that's a lot about what happens with the Taurus full moon in the case it was also an eclipse, is it's informed by the Scorpio sun. We're still in the Scorpio sun energy. And so we're still at a place where deep feelings, a kind of intensity, of uh, what is it we're here to do. And the survival, um, the amygdala brain is really very heightened at this point. And it's interesting, I was reading uh, about uh, intero interoception, I think that's how it's said, um, one of the eight senses of the body, they now say there are. Um, and what this one does is it's when we feel our organs, feel our circulatory system, feel. And, and those of us who meditate regularly know what this is because we actually check in to our bodies or if you're energy workers and, and you can measure in a medically intuitive way what's going on and feel that. And that kind of sensitivity is what is like really heightened over these next couple of days. Not necessarily easy, but as you can hear, 
um, potentially very rich and informative. So if old wounds or hurts or information comes up on Monday for you or someone you're close to you or who you're working with or you encounter, uh, allow the process, um, listen to it, feel it, but uh, you don't necessarily have to own it or keep it, but you do have to ferry through it and, and understand what it's presenting to you. Uh, as we get into the evening, late evening, it's a heightened time for inspiration and revelation, which can be very useful. Um, some of us, it may come to us in the dream world. The times I give are Eastern time for this podcast, so please adjust depending on where you are. And then Tuesday morning, we can wake up if we uh, listened, felt our body and our organs and, and did what was necessary, giving us a good healing sleep, which is so delicious, especially when the moon is in the sign of cancer. And in the wee hours, some of us make, may wake up. That might be our proclivity anyway. But those of us who were born within our horoscope challenges to Venus moon may be feeling a sense of lack. Uh, there's not enough time. There's not enough love. Where do I put? Um, how do I get my needs met when, when I want obviously isn't going to come to the picture. Um, how do I reconcile the, the difference between desire, what I want, and what I actually need to feel safe, secure? And so that can be quite a juggling act, especially at this point in time when we're weighing a big uh, piece of overall emotional equilibrium quality of life that's being weighed at this point in time is people going back to work who've been working at home. How do they weigh the value of emotional satisfaction with more of a routine home life with the demands of what they may want with their jobs and career? So that's a a kind of um, concrete example, but there can be all sorts of variations of how this is playing out for you as an individual. Um, if you give a little attention to this and just recognize whatever you might be feeling throughout the day, there can be moments, challenges, or opportunities to really chew on this or understand it better. And again, the moon is in the sign of cancer. So this isn't the thinking mind. It's more of the heart mind. I, I believe that um, recently or in the, the past 10 years or so, there's been a lot more credence or understanding to the thought that okay, our mind, our brain seems to dictate all the functions, but there's the heart intelligence and there's the gut intelligence apparently. So, so now we're seeing these three active areas, which of course relate to chakra information. And so it's, it's interesting how the medical or um, that community really starts to give more attention to, hey, the body is actually a lot more complicated than we had originally thought. But when the moon is in the sign of cancer, absolutely, 
we it's an opportunity to tap into your heart's intelligence and the gut intelligence as well. Really allow that process, which is more fluid, more emotional, less um, logical or Dr. Spock or Mr. Spock rather. But it, it gives us as good, if not better, information for certain things going on in our life and our bodies. So the evening of Tuesday can be a bit challenging. It can be power struggles. There can be all kinds of dynamics happening. And the power struggles may be just within yourself, not necessarily another person or authority or situation in your life. But it's important, if possible, to, again, get to a point of somewhat... <clears throat> processing with it. I can't use the word objectivity, even though as an Aquarius, I would love to, because I don't think these couple of days necessarily lend a lot to objectivity. What they do lend to is to really understand how you're responding to whatever situation is in front of you, because we can modify our responses if we look at how am I react, reacting and then what is the response that comes out of that reaction. That's the point, that kind of sweet spot that we can tweak when we allow ourselves at least enough processing to catch it before we hit the response point. And this year, the, actually this whole period with Pluto and Capricorn has been giving us a lot of information on what it is we actually put into our concrete reality and is it really what we want to be manifesting and creating for our overall best survival and purpose on the planet at this point in time. So on Wednesday the 24th the moon goes void of course at 12.46 a.m. So it's really, you you might view it as late in the evening on Tuesday night if you're up at that point in time. And that can be the real fraught kind of area. Some of us may have trouble falling asleep. Um, what's important is to just release, release, release. Uh, the, the lesson always when Pluto is in a picture in the sky with the moon is we must recognize the points of the surrender, what we can't control. It's, it really is um, the serenity prayer. Um, we, we serve ourselves best when we relax into what may feel like the inevitable, but sometimes what happens when we're fighting the dragon so hard all we can see is the dragon. We can't see what happens when we allow something else to come in, when we're not engaged in this fight. Uh, picture Hercules battling with the Hydra, and he's, he's just intently uh, trying to slay this monster. But meanwhile, right behind him, is a warrior or an angel or a entity that can provide aid, but that can't enter 
until he allows some space. So once the moon is void, it's void until 10.59 a.m. So this is a morning which, if possible, on the 24th, have a cup of tea, coffee, sit, chat with a friend, your, your loved ones. Um, don't rush breakfast, if at all possible. If you must, be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Recognize that the real work does not kick in until the moon enters the sign of Leo at 10.59, and then we are moving. Leo is fire. It's, it's, it wants to move in the way it wants to move, passionate. We can get into some um, authority issues, recognize that some people aren't as committed to the overall goal as we'd like them to be, or maybe we're not committed to that overall goal. It's really important to um, consider, weigh, and look at whatever might feel like it's restricting you, because that might be self-restriction. It might be something that really is restricting you, or it may be time for you to stop the engagement with whatever this is. Sometimes our biggest restriction is we're partnering or working with dead weight, someone who will not do what it is that your directed goal is. And if that's the case, well, obviously, in the case of someone like a child or someone dependent on you, you're going to have to keep working with that <laughs> because that's just how we teach children um, discipline and authority. In the case of someone who's disabled and we have to work with, well, you know, those are the restrictions that you were engaged in. And the best thing to do in those situations is to recognize that we are in this self-imposed box. And instead of fighting the box, we work within it. If we're in this box that's limiting and we don't want to be in it and we don't need to be in it, we're not responsible for it, then it's time to leave the box. So that's what's going on Wednesday that can be um, hyper alert or aware. And Thursday, Moon also in the sign of Leo. And what I like about this, even though it's difficult, is that these are highly creative days. And so those of you who are artists or creative people, as we all are, it's just some of us, cook or solve problems, uh, math problems, or whatever we're doing, and other people actually are singing or making artwork. But these are really days when we can push through problems, but we have to meet them. We have to look at, oh, this isn't working. Why isn't it working? Oh, it's time to just scuttle this project and start again. That may be what you arrive at. What's important here is to realize how you might need to narrow your focus so that you're able to accomplish at least one goal. Because when we're spread way too thin, nothing really gets done. 
Um, okay, important things to mention on Thursday is there is a bit accident-prone energy in the early morning, so be aware of that, especially if you're on the road or moving around the house without paying attention to where you're going. Pay attention to where you're going. Uh, and in the evening, people can be very short-tempered. So, again, it, certainly if you're in the, on the road, be aware of that. But um, overall, just if you're going to argue with someone or get in an argument, recognize if you're willing to do the argument from a perspective that's more objective. Objectivity is something that's possible on this day. Or if you're just mad, or if the other person is just mad. If that's the case, then sometimes the best thing is to change channels, tone it down, um, do something that's not going to throw um, gas on the flame, which actually did happen to me as a young woman. Some idiot who was in my house threw gas on a flame. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite an evening, and I had to tamp everything out, which was interesting because he totally panicked, and I just, well, I was a Girl Scout. I just picked up a heavy rug and put everything out, but that's the that's what you want to do. You want to just keep a cool head, <laughs> find something to tamp it down, and make that happen. So on, on November 26th, Friday, the moon goes void, of course, at 11.24 a.m. And this can be just an exuberant kind of crazy morning. And that's why it's important to just focus on what's most important. Otherwise, you get out of the house or do whatever and realize you forgot something that was important. And the moon is void, of course, most of the day. It goes into the sign of Virgo at 9.12 p.m. And when the moon is void, of course, we do not want to start anything important. We don't want to make that call to that person we've been trying to get on the phone. We don't want to um, launch a business. We don't want to do things that, you know, throw a party and expect a gazillion people to come because they won't. Um, we just want to with the moon in the sign of uh, Leo, very creative. Ideas may not go anywhere, but if you're working on a project already in motion, boy, you can really cook it. It's great. So when the moon is in the sign of Virgo at 9, 12 p.m., this sets up a weekend that's highly therapeutic. So take care of yourself. Take care of projects that need to be wrapped up, um, have a focus on them, uh, present yourself to an energy healer or a massage therapist, uh, very deep work, uh, meditate, do things that are about healing uh, people, healing the planet, um, do things that make you feel like your hands are in contact with the earth plane and you feel the energy within them. And this works for Saturday and Sunday. Hanukkah begins at sundown, my calendar says, Sunday evening. Uh, what a delicious way to set up that with that moon in Virgo. 
very, very beautiful. Um, definitely want a meditative, thoughtful, reflective morning on Sunday. And wow, it's it's just such a beautiful weekend to me. It feels like um, it feels like the prodigal son can come home. You know, um, fences can be mended. People can have really rich and wonderful conversations, either verbally or through touch or through food they share together. So the moon goes void, of course, at 7.02 p.m. on Sunday evening. And then in the sign of Virgo throughout the evening. So just a lovely, as I said, therapeutic evening for a good night's sleep and sweet, sweet touch, either through your hands, through your energy, through your words, through your thoughts, Make the connections that really have heart. And now I turn it over to Susie. Beautiful. Make the connection that really has heart. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's deepen into our hearts for our meditation today. So I invite everybody just to take a moment to reset to settle down, to settle into the heart centre. And as we do that, just become aware of the space, not necessarily where the physical heart is, but just that place in the centre of your chest that we call the heart chakra. And the way that I work that heart chakra is green. It's a beautiful I see it as a beautiful like emerald green, like when you look out into a forest and you see all the lush green trees. So just visualise there in the centre of your chest, roughly like in the, the nipple line across your chest, just visualise there a beautiful ball of green light and visualise that ball of green light as a beautiful, transparent, like a beautiful giant gemstone. And it's vibrating at this frequency of love and compassion. And when we actually visualize, we are changing, in many cases, we're actually changing the chemistry of the body. When we're visualising, we are imprinting into our field information and we're imprinting now this this colour of green which actually has a very specific frequency. So it does actually change the physical body. It changes the mental and emotional body in my experience. So... Really understand that when you're visualising a colour, you're actually doing something quite specific to yourself. So you want that colour to be really clear, strong, not darker or lighter, but very specific bright green. And as that bright green frequency is now sitting at the heart centre, Just bring your mind 
and your emotional state into a place of opening, that I am open to love, I am open to nurturing, to caring, to compassion, both ways, receiving and giving. Some of us are really, really good at um, constantly just caring for others and giving lots of love and we're not so used to receiving. So if you're one of those people, just open that heart up. Really, really let that beautiful green ball of light shine and let yourself be open to receiving as well as giving. And even if we've been hurt, our heart has been broken, we've been burned, no matter what we've been through, let's just allow ourselves to open up and to be present. Because when we're protecting our heart, if we're like avoiding pain or avoiding suffering, if we're too scared to open up or be vulnerable or really open up our heart and let things be there, what can happen is that it can kind of shut down a little bit or a lot. So as we open that heart centre, just really see yourself as being open to all, understanding that heartbreak or heartache or suffering happens to all of us, that it is a part of life, that it is a part of being on this planet. So there's a level of acceptance. It is what it is. People are what they are. Things happen as they happen. So as we just feel that energy now of your heart centre opening up in that beautiful green light, feel that light now opening up into other parts of your chest. Take a deep breath and just feel that. Take a few deeper breaths. After you've taken a few deeper breaths, just feel now that your whole chest cavity is filling up with the green light. With each breath in, imagine that around you, outside of you, is this beautiful green light. You can visualise that it's coming from nature, coming from our world, coming from the heart of creator, coming from the heart of source. And as you're breathing in the green light, this green light is going into your lungs and sending this vibrant energy of life into all of your body. And as it's going in, in your mind, just express gratitude. Thank you. I am giving thanks 
for being here, for being alive, for being present. I'm giving thanks. And as you just take another few deeper breaths, concentrate now on your exhalation, that as you are exhaling, you are exhaling also this wonderful green light. You're breathing in the green light and breathing out the green light, breathing in love and breathing out love, breathing in gratitude and breathing out gratitude. Very gently, very peacefully, and visualize the green light now expanding from the heart, throughout the chest, throughout the torso, and then visualize the green light representing love and compassion. Visualize that now reaching out down through your arms, through your fingertips, down through your legs, up through the top of your head, and your whole body now is vibrating beautiful emerald green, transparent light, full of energy, opening our hearts, allowing us to be courageous and to be in this world, allowing us to be courageous, to be vulnerable, to be open-hearted, And understanding that we don't need to put layers of protection around our hearts. But just keep opening it up more and more and more. And if something happens and we get hurt, we accept it and understand. And we keep opening more and more and more. Instead of closing down and protecting, we keep opening our heart. I am capable of more love. I am capable of more peace. And as you take a deeper breath, just feel that heart opening more and more. Infinite channel of love. Infinite channel of compassion. Infinite channel of gratitude. And as we take a few deeper breaths, seeing that green ball of light around us, and then we send this frequency of compassion and gratitude out from our being to all beings everywhere, to the people that we know, the people that we don't know, sending love in all directions for all beings. Taking a deeper breath, opening our eyes. Thank you so much for being with us and thank you, Pam, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. 
If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.